You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. We are here with Real Presence Live at the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary in Stanley, North Dakota. My co-host, Father David Richter, this morning. Hello. Good morning, Father. And uh, we are, I don't know how it is in your area where you're listening, but we are having some beautiful rain here this morning, and it's well-needed, well-deserved, well and well-appreciated. And uh, Father, why don't you lead us into our special guest today? All right. Yes, we're privileged. We've been talking about religious orders and uh, focused a bit on the Carmelite order and uh, what a third order Carmelite is. And, and rather than us trying to explain it, we have a special guest. Uh, Corey is here with us on site uh, to share her experience of the third order Carmelite and how it's helped to deepen her faith and her family's faith life. So welcome, Corey. Good to have you here with us today. Good morning, Corey. Good morning. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from? So originally I grew up on the eastern side of the state, north of Grand Forks. Um, now where Father Leffer is currently in Pisic, that's kind of my home area. And then the Lord transferred us all the way out to the western side of the state in Granora, North Dakota, so little St. Boniface, we have a beautiful little church over there, and Father Kovash is our wonderful pastor there. And so I, um, a little bit uh, about the Third Order. Um, I felt called back in about 2000. Someone made a reference and to me uh, several different times, and of course this is how the Lord often works, that, you know, you'd make a really good Third Order Carmelite. And I'm like, yeah. what is that? You know, what does that look like? And so I began inquiring, and uh, it kind of goes back a little bit. The Lord leads us into these different spiritualities, whether it's Franciscan, Dominican, Carmelite, Benedictine. And it goes all the way back a little bit further, back when I was in college. Father Paul Dukesher handed me a book. Here, you're supposed to read The Interior Castle by St. Teresa of Avila. And, of course, I was not well-versed, even though I grew up Catholic, I wasn't really well-versed in such deep spirituality. But when I read that, that moved something in my heart and soul. And so when this person, again, brought it up in 2000 that I should consider becoming a third-order Carmelite, I had to look into that. So I was in Minneapolis-St. Paul at the time, and there was a parish that had a third-order Carmelite group. And so I, I went and I just inquired and... And the Lord was really beckoning me to that call of, of prayer. Prayer especially for priests, uh, but kind of how do I regulate my daily life to incorporate the Lord? And that's when I realized that the Third Order Carmelites, as uh, a third order, we pray some of the liturgy of ours that the priests and the religious pray so not under the pains of sin, like we're, our vocation as now me as, as a wife and mother come first, but I am called to pray morning prayer, evening prayer, and nighttime prayer, and to join with the priests and the religious in living a life of prayer. And that I, what I love about the Third Order is that it gives us laity kind of a rule of life. And it orders our day. I begin with prayer. It doesn't always happen, but my goal is to wake up 
and to do lauds, to, to do morning prayer. And so, and to, to spend at least half an hour of doing what's called Lexio Divina, or meditation, usually on the scriptures, but even on a spiritual book that you're reading. So with those things and incorporating those aspects into daily life has really brought a beautiful experience of, of growing, striving for holiness. And I say striving because we're all on a journey and we're all just seeking, Lord, how do we listen to you today? How will you use me today? How do you want to correct me today? How do you want to humble me today? Those and we are, get a lot of that. We do, and, and we, it's needed. It's, yeah. it's needed. How does the Lord want to use us? Even us little laity. Sometimes I find more and more, I refer to myself as just a little laity, because that's how I feel. I'm just a little part. But, you know, even in raising my family, which I have four children, um, and, and striving to be the wife and the mother that I should be, requires a real connection with the Lord mm-hmm. and for Him yeah. to guide us. Great. Thanks, Corey. That, that, that's a great help to hear from somebody living the third order uh, what it is. And uh, what jumped out at me as you were speaking was, because it, it kind of strikes something in me, uh, my day always seems to go better when I start with early morning Mass. Um, I, I don't like putting it off to the evening. And, and so it, it's not like you're taking on this huge, you know, 10 hours or, or whatever, but you're intentionally starting your day with that communion with the Lord, reading his words to you and, and offering your heart back to him. It, it just transforms your day and then it prepares you to pray throughout the day. Um, you know, it, I think we have this idea we got to like do three rosaries or whatever instead of when, when you're faced with your child not listening, you say, Lord, love me here. Uh, Lord, show me what you're doing here. Uh, so that, that praying, praying all the time isn't like doing novenas. It's instead having our heart open and sharing it with God, right? Yes, so much so. I've been so grateful when I start my day with uh, so I, I don't have real uh, close availability to the Holy Mass, but that would that that's something I love and something I've grown accustomed now. There's a a traditional Latin Mass on at 6:10 a.m. from Warrington, England, and for some reason I've been drawn to watch that Holy Mass and participate and do spiritual communion and unite with that Mass. I've gone even so far as to realize and to ask my guardian angel, and I through good spiritual advice had to ask and and clarify some things but I now ask my guardian angel to go to a holy mass every 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and and that he would bring back to me a spiritual communion beautiful and I actually as I had been learning about this over the years I actually sat my children down and and Tom and I together we said this is something we want you to ask your children to do Mm. that we all wrote our intentions down. What would you like to bring to the Holy Mass every 10 minutes? And ask your mm-hmm. guardian angel, because it was Father Evinger that told my children once at a, at a school Mass, never to let your Mass go without intentions. Mm-hmm. Never to let your guardian angel attend Holy Mass 
without some intentions. Mm. And so I had my children write on an index card, what would you like your guardian angel to bring to Mass? Mm. Every 10 minutes, night and day. Well, that's beautiful. a beautiful practice. Yeah. Oh, it is so no. brought, so much, and especially praying for our priests. Yeah. Yeah. So every time I think mm. of of well. them, or a Mass to pray for them, or someone else, mm -hmm. I say, guardian angel. Will you please bring them to the Holy Mass every mm. 10 minutes? And then this priest, wonderful priest, said, make a physical act to show a spiritual reality. So I remember bringing this to my children. I said, what spiritual act or what physical act can you do to recognize what's happening on a spiritual level? And my son was probably seven at the time. He's like, Mom, I, I got mine, I got mine. I'm like, okay, Rusty, what is it? Not sure what he was going to say. How about my three fingers together? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds great. So now we're in the supermarket, and he'll look at me and he'll go, hey, mom, unite to the Mass. And he'll bring his three fingers together. Or we'll be at the Holy Mass, and he'll look at me and he'll bring his three fingers together. He's uniting to all the Masses throughout the world. Mm. So you have a, a special story about him. Can you uh, share that with us? Yeah, so um, years ago, and, and the fruit of, of uh, daily prayer, I was drawn to want to deepen my children's sense of the Holy Mass. So I decided, I, I, how about going to the traditional Latin Mass, the history of our Holy Mother mm -hmm. Church, right? So I take them down to uh, Rapid City, and this is my older son, who was 11, and, and my daughter was probably 7 at the time. And at this Holy Mass, it was a high Mass, and uh, this priest was... It was wonderful, but the Mass in the congregation was outstanding. They had this beautiful chant, this beautiful incense that just filled the whole chapel. About ten servers at the altar, and they knew exactly what to do. The Mass was an hour and 45 minutes, and I'm thinking, hmm, what is my 11-year-old son thinking of this? But after Mass, we got back in the car, and I turned to my son, and I said, so what did you think of that Mass? And he's 11, and, and he says, very thoughtfully, very reflectively, not off the cuff at all. Takes a moment, and then he says, Mom, that's how every Mass should be. Mm -hmm. He was so stunned at the beauty and the reverence of that Holy Mass. And he said, Mom, those servers, and of course at 11, you're watching servers, right? You're an 11-year-old boy, you're right. watching those servers. And he said, Mom, those servers serve Father like he was Christ. Mm. And I said, well, isn't that right? Isn't that appropriate? So, Corey, we have just a couple minutes left of this segment. Now, as being a third order Car Carmelite, um, have you felt the different levels? I mean, I think you've shown us in words here and described it, but there, there isn't really a summary to it because it's an ongoing process, don't you think, every day? It is. And it, it's, it's just, and being connected, that's your spirituality, that's your charism that you found in the Catholic Church. It is, and I think we're all called to that, whether you feel drawn to St. Francis, St. Dominic, St. Benedict. The Lord has a way for you, just as we listened to Holy Mass this morning and was talking about following God's will. How does the Lord want to draw you into Himself? And Find that rule and that way of life to bring our Lord not just to the 
only at the beginning of your day, at the end of your day, but throughout your day, to live in His presence and to practice that presence. And He'll draw you deeper and deeper and deeper. It's something you'll never regret doing. The yeah. peace that He gives you is a peace that the world just can't give you. Exactly. But we're all hungering for it. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, we're out of time here. We've got to move to a break. But um, just a real quick summary. Uh, uh, when one experiences God, uh, it passes on to everyone you're around. And you don't even have to necessarily intentionally try to teach your kids these things. They come naturally. That's the beauty uh, that you have just shared with us of, of being a, a third order Carmelite. And so thank you for sharing that great information. And I would suspect if uh, anyone wants to know more, they could track you down or talk with Lori and find out information. Yes, please do so. Excellent. Thank you, Corey, for being a guest today. And that's Corey Enander from Granora. And uh, stay tuned. We are going to speak with another Third Order Carmelite, and she is going to uh, share with us a little bit of that deepening of faith from being outside of the Catholic Church, coming into the Catholic Church, and being drawn into the Third Order Lake Carmelite. So stay tuned.